The views and opinions expressed in the following episodes are those of the individuals and are not meant to insult or offend anyone. Jeez, dark and gloomy much? Are you trying to be an edgelord? Well, then how should I put it then? I don't know. How about... We come in peace. We mean no harm. We may spoil some things. We may swear a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of Little Nerdy. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm her co-host, Owen. And today for our special Friday, we thought we'd stick in the realm of what we talked about earlier this week, if you will, mm-hmm. with our friend Tiana. Yeah, great episode with her. That was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to record. However, no Tiana today. Boo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I swear she makes this podcast. No. <laughs> um. No, but we definitely appreciate having her on here. But we're going to talk about toys from the 80s. That's right. Now, <coughs> so a lot of the, we were kind of thinking about it was like the whole, okay, so we were kind of born in the 80s. So, of course, you know, a lot of stuff from like the night that was made in the 90s and everything might have been quite iconic for, say, some of us here. Eh, I played with toys from the 90s. That's what I'm saying is that you probably oh. mostly played with toys from the 90s. Uh, I'm seeing stuff on this list here that uh, I played a lot with, so. Yeah, well, you know, you were born in 94, I keep telling you. <laughs> I was not. For some reason, you keep doubting. I was doubting. born, like, a decade before that. You keep gaslighting yourself. <laughs> just, okay, you know what, I'll just let your crazy be, and, okay. So, but yeah, I was born in the late 80s, so of course some of these toys I don't remember commercials for or anything, but I definitely had older cousins that had toys like this and saw a lot of things, so. Mm -hmm. So, we figured what we'll do is, we pulled up this list, it's um, the 25 most iconic, 25 photos of the most iconic childhood toys from the 1980s, or from the 80s. And it's vacationsmadeeasy.com, which is weird, but whatever. <laughs> uh, we'll link it in the show show notes and stuff. But it's got pictures of toys here with a little blurb underneath. But um, what we're going to do is we're just maybe not. We might skip over the ones that we kind of talked a lot about, like Cabbage Patch Kids and stuff on the last episode. Yeah. But we're going to kind of talk about them, talk about our memories, and then we're going to read them. Yeah, sounds good. So... We'll rate them like one holy crap I had fun to ten holy crap I had buttons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I think the first one here, I think we can both kind of skip over because I don't, rec- I, I recall seeing Cabbage Patch dolls, but never like yeah. m- knew anyone that played with them or at least anyone that did. They were just kind of something that just sat in the corner of the room or something. Yeah. And I had them talked about them on the last episode. So um, if I had to rate it though. I'd read it, well, because my brother did that whole throwing that baby thing that I talked about on the last episode, I'd give it, like, an 8 out of 10. Nice. So. I mean, I'd have to give it a 1 out of 10 holy craps I had fun because I never really played with them or had fun with them, so, yeah. 
Yeah. Again, like I said, the only time I ever saw them was when they were sitting in the corner. Fair enough. All right. Now, next one on the list says Care Bears. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I don't think I ever saw the dolls as a kid. Yeah. However, I did know the show existed, and I remember watching that as a little kid, you know, after however many seasons they did of the show, and blah, blah, blah. Care Bear Countdown. Mm-hmm. Or was it also the Care Bear Stare or something like that is what they called it? Yeah. Which is always a weird thing to me. The Care Bear Stare, but then the light energy of their symbol from their chest spews out. And it's like, that's not staring, but okay. Well, they're staring at you so that you know that it's coming. Like, they're like, you fucked around and found out. So <laughs> now, now you're going to get, like, our tummy power. <laughs> I still have my Care Bear. I know you do. It's uh, put away with all the other plushies and teddy bears. Yeah, it's put away for a... Uh different reason but yeah but anyways um no so again that's gonna have to be a zero for me because i never really played with them or knew anybody that had them so mine is going to be a 10 out of 10 oh that's iconic my well and my grandma bought it for me Mm -hmm. bought me my care bear a lot of sentimental value yes so Mm -hmm. uh all right so next up we got a magic eight ball. Okay, now I do know I played around with this. Yeah, my brother had one of those. It wasn't mine, but he had one. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, the amount of fun that friends and I had with the whole, like, blah, 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 coming up with all kinds of things to just kind of embarrass each other with the whole, oh, is this gonna happen to this person? Oh, are they gonna kiss this girl? And yada, yada. It was like, of course, a little kid fun and everything. And it's like, ooh, gonna get the cooties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, I would definitely say that is, uh, I'd give it a 6 out of 10. Holy crap, I had fun. Nice. I'd give it, like, a 2 out of 10. Uh, I didn't have much fun with it. Like, it was my brother's, and so he didn't overly want me playing with it, which I get, because it was, like, I'm sure easy to break, right? And I'm four years younger than him, so he (laughs) probably was afraid that I'd break it. And somebody did let me play with it here and there and stuff, and... Yeah, I just, I don't know. You only get so many answers out of it, right? So, like, you have endless questions, but, like, there's, like, what? It's a triangle, so there's six? Four. Four. There's four sides. Four-sided die. Yeah. Right. And stuff. So, like, I mean, you know, it just, I don't know. It just gets boring after a while. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it was one of those toys where it's, like, it's more of a how you have fun with it than what it can do. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons why it's like I definitely had a lot more fun playing with it than you did. Probably. So, okay, next is... Oh, I can guarantee I had a lot more fun playing with this than you did. Okay, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Yeah. I didn't even know this was a real thing until the whole brony epidemic took place. (laughs) Oh, man, long before there were bronies. Yeah. Um, So how to put this nicely, I mean, I... My little pony is what we should say it is first. I think I have seen, like, a few cousins or, you know, some girls had the ponies with the, you know, colorful manes on them and everything. Mm -hmm. But I had no idea that My Little Pony was a thing. I just thought it was a toy of a a horse. Like, Barbie has a horse. There's a... They were totally different. What do you even mean? But they're still horse toys. Yeah, but Barbie's horse was tall. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying that... These are, like, short. I, what I'm trying to say is that the whole, <laughs> the difference between the, 
the Barbie's horse and those My Little Pony horses. I am offended. I haven't even finished okay, trying to go say ahead. what I'm trying to say here. Say it, say it, say it. Is that they're both based off of the real world animal of a horse. True, true, true. And this was kind of like I thought when I saw it. It was like, oh, just some little kid. Like, the feet are wider, so it's going to stand up on its own and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Like, that was more of a, where the Barbie one was more meant to accessorize and put the, you know, two scale type horse like saddle on and whatever kind of thing. All that left and right mumbo jumbo. Just saying is that that mm-hmm. was one of those toys where it was like, I was like, I didn't really think anything of it when I saw a My Little Pony doll, if I did actually see one. Because mm-hmm. there was also, I'm pretty sure, other brands and things that tried to make their own little horse toys. No, no, I don't really remember that. But uh, My Little Pony, so I watched the show. I had lots of My Little Ponies. And actually, me and my um, best childhood friend, we used to always play with the My Little Ponies. Um, and it was neat, because most of the ponies, they were actually, like, this hard plastic. But then you got the odd one that had, like, this almost, like, a felt yeah. feeling to them and stuff. Um, yeah. And whatnot, but we had so much fun with those. Like, I would give those easily a 7, seven out of 10. And again, 0 out of 10, holy craps, I had fun, because never played with them and never even knew what they really were. I just thought, oh, it's a horse. Cool. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Next is... Okay, now I have seen this thing uh, when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. No idea how to play with it and did some weird things with it, but it's called a pogo ball. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know how dangerous a pogo stick can be. <laughs> Let's remove the handlebar feature kind of thing. Right. And, yeah, it's this... It's almost like one of those uh, basketball-ish type things with a ring around it. So it looks like... The rings around Saturn are squishing the planet kind of thing to yeah. make it into a peanut shape. Yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it without without a visual demonstration. Yeah, definitely. So, did you ever see that toy as a kid? Yeah, I knew... Pe- I don't remember who they were because I was young. But I'm pretty sure they were my brother's friends or something had those and stuff and... They let me try it every once in a while, but I didn't understand, like, the whole process of, like, okay, you have to let it be off kilter and get on it, and then, like, you got to kind of, like, squeeze your feet toward the ball as you, like, jump and stuff, so I would always, like, try to bounce, and it would just go wherever the hell it wanted, (laughs) and I'd be like, oh. Well, yeah, it's like nobody tells you how to kind of use it and everything, and you're just a little having troubles hand-eye coordinating as a kid as it is. Yes. So it's or like... as an adult or for my entire life. Whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to give you a little credit <laughs> that you're more hand-eye coordinated than you were as a kid, but you're not making it easy. Because I'm not. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, this uh, this toy was definitely one of those ones where it's like, the amount of times just either spun it on that plastic thing you stand on or tried to roll it down like a saw blade with the whole like, you know, think of like some kind of person would be sitting in the middle of the thing, like a one-wheeled kind of vehicle type thing. Mm-hmm. All those things. It was like, yeah, there was a lot of things did with it. I would have to give this one, at best, a four out of ten. Holy craps, I had fun. Yeah, I'd give it, like, a two again. Like, the same as the eight ball. It was definitely a fun toy, but it didn't last the test of time. Yeah. And especially with the whole needing good hand-eye coordination to kind of use it for some parts. Mm-hmm. 
Next is something called a Rainbow Bright doll. Ah, Rainbow Bright. <laughs> okay, well, do you want to leave this one? Cause <laughs> sure. I got a bit of a shame to admit when it comes to this toy. Go ahead. I'm not, okay. Um, I'm, uh, yeah. It was, um, <coughs> Rainbow Bright was, again, like another, I think there were movies or a series or something. So you watched it on TV and then you had the doll to play with, right? She didn't overly do much, if I remember correctly. She was just a doll that was a Rainbow Bright doll. And her clothing was weird feeling. It was like, almost like that plastic, like. It looks like her skirt is like a reflective plastic. Yeah, and stuff, right? So, I mean, that was fine. But sometimes, like, if you were sleeping with her and you'd roll over, you'd just hear crinkle, 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 crinkle. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. But, yeah, I don't know. I would definitely give it, like, I would give my Rainbow Bright doll, like, a, a 5 out of 10. Yeah. Hey, it's not half bad. Yeah, not half good either. <laughs> Courtesy of the Muppets. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so I didn't even know Rainbow Bright was really a thing until an episode of Robot Chicken had the movies <laughs> or whatever they were called, and they were like, yeah, we'll break into our place and we'll steal our rainbow, blah, 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 or whatever. And wow, that sketch got so dark and so yeah. funny that it was just, and then the whole bringing a chainsaw out and starting to... Go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre in that sketch, and yada yada. So mm -hmm. I was like, I that was I was like, wait a minute. I mean, I know Seth uh, was it no Seth Green? Seth Green. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was like McFarlane or Green because both of them are in Family Guy, but two different people. Seth yes. Seth Green and his coworker, his co-producers and stuff <laughs> like that. They're the ones that make uh, those shows and yada yada. I was thinking, wow, if they created out of this one sketch a whole universe and everything, this could actually be a good show. And I was like, oh, no, no, this was based off of something from <laughs> the 80s. And I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, because essentially Rainbow Bright's whole job was to, like, go into uncolorful worlds and make them colorful, if I remember correctly. Yeah, right. and the whole metaphor of, like, people being sad and people being happy. And yeah. she brings happiness and whatever, <clears throat> right? And stuff, so... Yeah, so again, I have to give that one a zero because I never knew about it, never played with it, so really I can't say anything positive or negative, really, just better than I didn't know. Yeah, that's fair. So I don't think a zero rating is a bad thing, it's just more of a, I have to be honest and say, never had really yeah. experience or knowledge of it, so. Well, now we're getting into some toys you may have heard about. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, now let's start off with uh, one called Viewmaster. Yes. You remember this toy? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I remember that toy. I used to have a ball. I think, because I think you could buy... Yep, the discs. The discs, right? Separately from it. So you could get different ones than what it came with. And holy crap, I would just sit there and like... For hours and just fucking go through the discs and view things. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little way to take a trip to wherever these pictures were taken and see... Wonderful places around the world. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so, I'll be honest, I did never, I did not own any of these, and I did know of someone who had one. Yeah. I think it was a neighbor, and anyways, um, used it a little bit and everything, and it was so cool, but kind of 
I don't know, I guess there was that whole need for there to be change and things happening and yada yada, mm -hmm. where it was like the, uh, once you got through the 12 or so pictures that were in the, the little wheel thing, mm -hmm. it was like, okay, that's done. Next, please. Um, it was something that kind of lost uh, its repeatability. Like yeah. it was, it was fun to do in like once every several months or something like that. Yeah, but it wasn't something where it was like every day I'm picking it up and doing it and playing with it. Yeah, I get that. So I definitely would have to give that like a four. Holy craps! I had fun out of ten. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I'd give it a four as well. Yeah, definitely a toy where it was, like, nice, but nowadays with, like, websites and stuff like that, people look at their phones kind of thing to see that kind of stuff versus using these things. Yeah. So, on to the next one on the list here. Mm-hmm. Now, this one here, there's a whole bunch of controversy, but we're calling it what the 1980s called in, the Mr. Potato Head doll. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know anything about the controversy, so... Uh, that shows you how into the news I am, apparently. But, yes, Mr. Potato Head. I did not own one. I don't think I've ever owned one either. And it's actually kind of funny. You can tell this is from the 80s because this one's got a pipe in his lips there to make it look like <laughs> he's uh, smoking some tobacco and everything. Yeah. Definitely a different vibe back from the 80s than it is nowadays. Yeah, for sure. And... I don't really think that, I may have had a couple friends that had a Mr. Potato Head, but we never really played with it. Um, honestly, I fell in love with Mr. Potato Head from the, the Toy Story movies <laughs> and stuff, right? Him and his wife, Mrs. Potato Head. That's who I fell in love. Like, that's how I kind of, like, I had the nostalgia of knowing about Mr. Potato Head. When Toy Story came out, but I didn't actually, like, fall in love with the quote-unquote toy until, like, the Toy Story movies. Yeah, I can't remember if I played with one just shortly before. I think it was shortly before the movie, the Toys R or, uh, Toy Story movie came out. I was going to say Toys R Us movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, I do remember seeing the... Uh, uh, a friend had one that, you know, was, like, threw into the toy bin or whatever... And it was the whole, yeah, like, put an arm where his eye would go and <laughs> put an eye where the lips would go on him. It was the whole, like, uh, like I was saying about that crash test dummy thing is, like, Mr. Potato Head was the whole, you can make him look like a Picasso. Exactly. Yeah, I don't get it. You uncultured swine. What I will say on this, though, is you, <laughs> is you gotta, <laughs> you gotta give them credit for taking something like a potato <laughs> and making it into a toy that lasted, like, decades. Oh, yeah. It's like, if someone's like, so I got an idea for potato and we put body parts on it. Okay, this sounds like a horror movie uh, plot. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Right, and stuff. So it's definitely, like, a thinking outside of the box kind of toy, that's for sure, and stuff, so... But because I didn't really play with it, I would have to give it a, a 0 or a 10. I would have to give this one, personally, a 4 out of 10. Because it had a lot of replay, like, you know, kind of make it do whatever you want. And you could come up with all kinds of fun little stories. Like the whole, ah, you know, just took a dive off a cliff. Or, oh, just got hit by a train kind of thing. And that's why, uh, you know, the face got all mushed up like it is or whatever. The whole, like said, Picasso type looking thing. Mm-hmm. 
But it was one of those toys where it's like, without other toys to play with it, mm-hmm. it just kind of loses its appeal a little quickly. But it was still a lot of fun, you know, in the first, like, couple hours of playing with it. Yeah, definitely. So, and again, like you said, it, st- it stood the test of time because it was iconic enough to, like, be something where everyone knows about it and everybody had fun with it. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we should just, unless you have one of these. I had I one of those. You did? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Okay. <clears throat> so. What's that supposed to mean? You saying I can't spell or speak? <laughs> no, I thought this was a, Well, sometimes who taught you how to spell? <laughs> I will give you this, though. Your handwriting and your writing abilities are far more impeccable than mine are. Well, thanks. I don't think the spell and speak helped me with that, though, but thanks. Well, your writing and your reading are definitely far better than mine. <laughs> so, kudos to you. Thanks. Not like that's a hard, high bar to get across, but... Ouch. Don't do not do that to yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, when I look at all the books I have to read, and I'm like, hmm, I yeah. Got, I got tons, too. Don't you worry. Yeah, I think I outweigh you two to one. Yeah, well. Um, but, well, yeah. We're not getting into that competition or that whole debate and everything. But, anyways, the speak and spell. Yes. Plus, I thought this was more of an American toy. Like, it didn't get to Canada or something? Or... Yeah, it did. I had one. <laughs> well, clearly, but I'm just saying, it's like, I didn't... Or I had one, maybe it wasn't the speak and spell, but I had something that I typed into, and it, like, would say the words back to me, and, like, you know, I'd, I'd press C, and it would be like, C, because then you'd do it a million times, and it'd be like, C, 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 and then I'd hear my mom from the kitchen, Michelle, pick a different letter! <laughs> <laughs> See, mommy, learning Spanish, <laughs> learning Espanol. Yeah, and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I, we had one, it was okay, and then I grew out of it. <clears throat> it's one of those toys where I definitely think, um, uh, it's... it, 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 yeah, I think it introduced a lot of people to the whole idea of, like, texting and everything. Uh, not, like, you know, text messaging and stuff like that. In regards to the whole, people were like, oh, spell out something, and then this is what it sounds like. It was kind of almost like autocorrect meets texting with um, text-to-speech, like a lot of people do on uh, Twitch and stuff like that these days. What am I wrong? This is very prototype technology. Oh my like, god! I'm you can. Lo- I'm looking at it from a backwards perspective, like what we have now and what we do now, and then this was kind of like, oh, this is almost like an introductory to all of those things. It's actually really cool how it's like this toy has not lost its relevancy, and it's not like oh, it's kind of. I mean, maybe now if a kid had one of those, you could make that argument. I would make the argument that this is more like um, Hooked on Phonics before Hooked on Phonics. That's an even better example. Right. I'm just saying is that the whole text-to-speech, text messaging, and getting people to type out things uh, without a typewriter, because back before keyboards and stuff, there were typewriters. Yeah, but it's not even set up like a keyboard. No, no. It goes A, uh, A to Z, you know, kind of thing. Yes, I said Z. I'm Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> and stuff, so... But, yeah, I don't know. I had fun with it. I would say I'd give it, like... It was, I think, more meant for when you were, like, younger, right? Like, by the time you got to be about five or six, you probably were in school, and you probably weren't playing with it maybe that much. So I'd give it, like, a... Uh, for a younger kid toy, I would give it, like, a, a six out of ten. So, 
Yeah. I mean, again, I didn't play with it, so 0 out of 10 for me. Yeah. Okay, so the next one on the list is one I never had. I had a tricycle. I mean, close enough, kind of <laughs> close, because, I mean, yeah, one wheel in the front and two in the back. Me. The old big wheel. Ah. <clears throat> so you said you didn't have any, right? No. Okay. I remember as a little kid, this was like the first bike kind of toy I ever had. Mm-hmm. And I remember going down my parents' uh, front, like little concrete step things, and they had like, you know, a two inch drop between each step. And mm-hmm. the whole getting onto the sidewalk, it was always the whole front wheel to go down, then my back wheels would go down. Front wheel would go down, then my <laughs> back wheels would go down. It was uh, quite the eh, 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 kind of dropping kind of ride. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, uh, it was a nice way to just, you know, kind of pedal down the streets and yada yada. Definitely had that whole like, yeah, I'm going to be out riding in this big bad boy. Nice. Yeah. I didn't have one of those. I had a little red tricycle with a plastic white um, seat. And I feel like the back of it was rusting a bit. Because someone could stand on the back of it, right? Uh, uh, my tricycle, anyway. Yeah. I don't know about big wheels. The big wheels, it actually had like a, like, it was the seat was the bottom of the ride thing. And then you could actually move. I remember you could, uh, the one I had, you could set the seat to either the full forwards, middle, or far back. Hmm. So, cool. yeah, you know, it was allowed for kids to grow up and keep riding it for a lot longer and had a lot of fun riding that and everything, just, you know, down the sidewalks and stuff. But Nice. Well, I never had a big wheel, so but I'm going to base it on my tricycle. I'm going to say it's an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd give it a 9 out of 10 because it was one of those iconic, like, yeah, you know, going to start riding a bike and everything. Big wheel was a good introduction to it. Mm-hmm. And the picture that it has here on the vacationsmadeeasy.com website, it actually shows a whole bunch of these kids, uh, you know, and of course they got the American flags going, but you can see there's different sizes and colors and types of bikes and or the mm-hmm. big wheels. So yeah, I think that was one of those toys where it was just like every kid that ever got to ride one, it was just a lot of fun. Nice. Okay. Right on, right on. Okay. Uh, the next one, I think we should just skip because I didn't have one. Uh, yeah, I've never, I, I don't think I've ever seen one of those before. It's something called a... Popple. Popples? Yeah. So, okay, now to the next one, which I know I have seen a lot of and had variants mm-hmm. of. Yeah. The good old Transformers toys. Transformers more than meets the eye. Robots in disguise. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Okay. So, you remember the cartoon, right? Of course. And I'm sure most people probably do, because it was quite the iconic one, and then, you know, the live-action remakes that came out, like, some many years ago. However, one thing I do have to point out is that it was really cool that, um, I don't know which came first. This is that chicken or the egg. I think it was the toys first, but Mm -hmm. there, there was the whole... Uh, was it the toys or the cartoons? And I think it was the toys came first and then they made the cartoon series based off of it. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. But, uh, a lot of the things that they were able to, like, make jet fighters, trucks, cars, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, well, we gotta do more than that. Like, um, 
There was uh, Soundwave. He turned into a speaker system. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that stuff. And then, of course, you had, like, the Beast Machines with the Predacons, Insecticons. Uh, oh, the Destructicons, mm-hmm. which were the bad guys that were the construction vehicle ones. And those were a lot of fun, cool things. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Uh, some of my parents' friends, their kids, uh, had just, tro- uh, like a big toy bin, but it was full of nothing but Transformers. Nice. Every single one you could possibly think of, and it was like the whole, you could set up a battle scene and create whatever story you wanted playing with these things. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was pretty friggin' cool. Yeah, definitely. I would give Transformers, I think, a, ah. I'd give them, like, a 7 out of 10. They were pretty fun. Really? That low? <laughs> I would give them a 10 out of 10. Uh, holy crap, I had fun. Because there's not only, like, the fact that it's like they could transform. You could do halfway transformations and stuff. And all the little, like, uh, setups you could do with them and everything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And I remember being so jealous of a kid having a... When it was the... What, mid-90s and the Dinobot, the whole Velociraptor guy whose tail turned into a shield thing that spun around and yada yada. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool stuff. Nice. Okay, I don't really consider this one more of a toy kind of thing, but what do you think? Eh, it's on the list. Okay, so the next one we have is the Walkman. Yes. Now, for those who <laughs> might not be old enough to remember, before mp3 players there was what's called a discman which had a disc playing in it and you know like a cd yeah a cd and you'd play whatever whatever music was on the disc on these headphones before that there was the cassette tape which looked like an old vhs tape kind of kind of and anyways yeah the whole school thing and yada yada but anyways these uh yeah it was like the whole nice thing i think about these was that you never had to worry about freaking skipping like the whole, like you know, if you uh, got jarred around. Well, unless it started eating your tape. Well, yeah, if it started eating your tape, then you're in trouble. But I mean, for the sake of like just walking around with it, yeah, you didn't have to worry about your like just up and down walking motion to yes. cause the CD to or skip. skip and misplay the song. Yeah. So, did you have a Walkman? Uh, no, I never had a Walkman as a kid. Oh. But I knew about of it. Oh, bad for you. <laughs> well, I also wanted that Home Alone one where uh, Macaulay Culkin there, he's like recording into it and then plays kind of thing. And <laughs> it's like, I thought that was so cool and yada yada. Yeah. But this is like just for the sake of you load a, di- a cassette in and you play the music. Mm-hmm. We had Walkmans. Both my brother and I each had one. Nice. And let me tell you. The amount of not arguing that happened on family road trips. <laughs> <laughs> because of this device? Because of these Walkmans. I'm pretty sure, like, my parents, my dad would probably give this, like, a 20 out of 10 just for that and stuff. But they were so much fun, and I would, like, take the dog for a walk, and I'd have my Walkman, or I'd, again, family road trips. Or, honestly, sometimes I would just put my Walkman on and listen to it while I was playing, like, with my toys down in the toy room. And stuff. Um, this thing, I would I would give it a 10 out of 10. Like, it was your chance as a kid to listen to the music you wanted to listen to. I mean, sort of. like, <laughs> Especially when you had older siblings. Well, and a lot of, like, we, we had a lot of, like, mini pops stuff, right? We had a lot of, like, country, 
old 80s country tapes because a lot of what we listened to too was stuff that my parents had right yeah and whatnot so when i say you get to like pick the music you listen to i mean it's based on what your parents are buying essentially but you know if i wanted to listen to like reba mcintyre and john wanted to listen to garth brooks then there was no arguing my parents just handed over the tapes to us on like the road trip and away we went so definitely a 10 out of 10 for me and a great uh, stepping stone for like being able to person like listen to personal, personally listen to like what you want to listen to, right? Without having to bother other people with it. So, yeah. Mm hmm. Right. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> I'd give that just. I mean, personally, I would give that easily a seven out of ten just mm -hmm. because of how awesome they were. Despite the fact of having never owned one, I just knew of how good they were and how awesome it was to kind of go around and just listen to your music kind of thing do about your day. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have one as a kid, but I didn't. So that's, you know, again, I actually have something to kind of reference it with and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Whereas nowadays it's all uh, Spotify or iTunes and yada, yada with yeah. wireless headphones. So if anything, it's like if it, if it hasn't gotten better, it has changed completely and been an, a vast improvement. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the next one. Ah, yes. Smurfs. <laughs> what the Smurf are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Now, I don't recall the show. Too, I know I've seen the show as a kid, but I don't recall the show too well. Mm -hmm. But it almost seemed like using the acronym or the word Smurf to substitute anything else that they were saying. <laughs> like, everybody's name had something to do with Smurf, and like, oh, yeah, we're going to go uh, Smurf over here. You know, th this is all Smurfed, and yada, yada. <laughs> it's like, it almost sounded like a way of, like, censoring swearing without letting kids know that they're swearing. And I think that's what made it, like, something enjoyable for kids, because I do remember hearing about parents saying, yeah, you know, the Smurfs was like, you could literally replace the word anything with Smurf, and you knew that someone was swearing without swearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did actually have a few of these little figurine Smurf characters. Yeah. As a kid, and thought, oh, hey, cool, they go well with, like, my Muppets kind of little figurine character guys and stuff, and yada yada. Mm-hmm. Completely different universes, but, you know, Whatever. for the sake of, like, as a kid playing with them, you didn't really care. No. This was before crossover universing was a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where it's like they were great for displays and they were fun to kind of make your own little stories and yada yada. I used to use them as my Barbie dolls toys. Now that makes they sense. were pretty small, right? Yeah. And stuff. So I'd be like, oh, here, like, you, here, Skipper, these are like your toys. Nice. <laughs> and stuff. So, yeah. Um,. By themselves, I'd probably give them, like, a 3 out of 10. Yeah, they they didn't really have much you could do with them. You couldn't, like, change their body positions, their head looking, yeah. or whatever. They were just solid pieces of plastic of the, their characters. But what you could do with them with other kind of character or toys that you had yeah. made them so much better. They, it was like, they were literally the salt of toys kind of thing. Yeah. You know, you, you enhanced what you did with other toys with them. Yeah, definitely. So, that being said, um, I would probably give them a 6 out of 10. Yeah, same here. Yay. 
All right, moving on to the next thing, which I definitely... I did not own one of these. I feel like my family owned one of these, which is an Atari gaming system, but I don't... I remember Pong, but I don't know if that was on the Atari because I don't remember playing the Atari, right? <clears throat> but I was also, like, really young, right? Mm-hmm. And stuff, um... Because we got, like, a Nintendo. Yeah. So I'm assuming if I played the Atari or watched anyone play the Atari, I was quite young. So I don't really remember it, but I do remember the joystick thing. So at some point, With my parents... With the parent, one button. Yes. So at one point, my parent ha- parents had one, right? And can we just... I, mean, I I want to do an episode on the whole evolution of gaming yeah. kind of thing at one point, but I just want to talk about how incredible it is to look at the Atari, <laughs> where it's like, you put your game cartridge into this thing, which is like a thumb drive, except for it's way, way bigger, and it only holds like a pittance of amount of data compared to what thumb drives nowadays hold. I wonder where the cartridge went. I don't see it. Right there. Oh, I thought that was a display thing. No. Hmm. No. Uh, Silly me. <laughs> yeah, you, so you loaded it up and everything, and you had your joystick and the one button to maneuver your thing, or your avatar, whatever, around kind of thing, yada yada, yeah. and one button. And that was awesome for the time. The games were more, like, there were still flops for the time and everything, but it was such good gameplay fun and everything mm-hmm. that people played with those things for hours and hours, doing like Pac-Man and... Um, I think it was like Donkey Kong Jr. or Jumpman Mario or whatever it was. Like the whole, you know, like climbing up the ladders, you know, you jump over the barrels and you get the hammer to break the barrels, mm. yada, yada. Anyways, all said and done with that is that those games were a lot of fun and I think underrated. Mm-hmm. And then as game systems kind of progressed and got more buttons, like... You know, this, uh, all the, like, we'll do a whole episode about it, but it's, like, crazy to think of how a joystick and one button, and I think even before that, maybe, like, back when Pong was a thing, it was just a dial. Yeah, I don't know. So, all those things where it's, like, okay, you got, like, such simplistic controls, and this was, like, kind of a revolutionary technology for doing this kind of thing, to nowadays, you've got VR headsets and all kinds of stuff going on. True, true, true. So, anyways, it's just kind of crazy to think of how... Things have progressed in the last, like, 40-ish years. Mm-hmm. So, really cool, really awesome, and it's been quite the journey in video gaming and video game consoles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, as far as the Atari goes, I would definitely have to give this one, like, an... I don't think I ever played with it, but I think just for break being such an iconic one, I gotta give it a complimentary 8 out of 10, uh, holy crap, I had fun. Yeah, um, I don't know. I would say, like, probably the same, just because, yeah, it, like, kicked off the whole gaming at home. Atari, we salute you. There okay. we go. I was waiting for you to salute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wasn't gonna, but then I was like, eh, okay, it doesn't hurt me, I need to do it. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. Master of the Universe. <clears throat> Masters of the Universe? Oh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, who did that song? Do you remember the... Was it David Bowie, I think? Or... No. But anyways, there was a song that... Um... Okay, so... 
I, yeah, okay, we just paused it for a second because I made a huge goof on, uh... Not, like, a huge goof, but... Okay, well, I was thinking of Flash, Savior of the Universe, and Masters of the Universe. I kind of got them a <laughs> little, uh, mushed together. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm not... Yeah, I, I thought... Because I know there was a live-action movie done for He-Man that was way, way back. Yeah, it had, uh... I want to say, who played He-Man in it? Mm. Was it Arnold? I don't think so, but somebody very buff like him. Dolph? Uh, I'm not sure. Here, uh... Okay, well, I'll talk about Masters of the Universe while you look that up. So, Masters of the Universe, of course, had a TV show, which was awesome. And then it had, oh my gosh, there were so many, so many action figures to go with it <clears throat> and they had castles and i'm pretty sure we had not the one that's in the picture but we had like a different castle that was from it and it was super awesome and oh man me and my brother would spend hours playing with her ah i was right the second time dolph dolph lundgren played he-man um but yeah so we played a lot with our um, Masters of the Universe uh, characters and stuff. What about you? Did you? Um, you know, I think maybe there was like a He-Man toy or two uh, at a neighbor's house when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, pretty sure it was just like He-Man, you know, his little battle played on. And he had, uh, what was his battle cat called? Um, oh man. Okay, this, this is drawn back on, like, old, old memory of the show. Yeah, stuff, so. like, I was, like, four or five when I watched it, so but, I'm not sure. This is, like, that whole opening up an old book and everything that hasn't been touched in, like, <laughs> yeah. decades, and and dust fills up the whole room. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but yeah, as far as that goes, I know where there was, like, more G.I. Joe toys and Power Rangers than He-Man, but He-Man was still there. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I think we're, uh... But yeah, as far as the He-Man toys go, I think it kind of falls all in the same categories that it's like, without the good show, the toys wouldn't be as nearly... As popular. Prevalent. Yeah. And stuff. But yeah, I would definitely give the toys a 8 out of 10. I was thinking 6 out of 10. Ooh. Well, just because like the whole... the You couldn't interchange character parts like kind of thing. You couldn't yeah. put He-Man's gear and stuff onto... Beast Man or... Why would you do that? Man-at-Arms or whoever else. Why would you do that? <laughs> because maybe he managed to sneak in while He-Man was asleep and everything and stole the... What was ever his sword called? And he goes, I have the power and everything. Mm -hmm. That's just where my train of thought was kind of going with all of that. That's what I'm saying is like the whole wasn't a lot of interchangeability mm -hmm. and that's not that it made the toys horrible or anything it was just kind of the whole eh, characters could only do so much against each other but of course mm -hmm. that's to do with the fact that a lot of they didn't make the characters just a generic shape and size and yeah. it was like yeah so they were fun but at the same time it was like without the show and of course since i hadn't really seen the show that much or remembered it very much as a kid mm -hmm. it was limited on its uh uh, diversibility, I think I was how For I'd you. like to describe it. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Moving on. The Game Boy. Oh, now you're getting into my territory a little. Yes. Okay. 
do you did you ever have one of these or remember anyone having one of those as a kid? I not only had a Game Boy, I had a Game Boy Color. Both John and I did. Ooh, look at you go. Oh, I know. Like, holy shit. Um, we were really lucky to have those, actually. And stuff. And we would play... Oh, my God. Again, it was another thing. You stuck your Walkman on, and then you pulled out your Game Boy. And that's what you did on the road trips. Oh, nice. <laughs> now, do you remember how many batteries went into the original Game Boy? Oh, eight? Four. Oh, okay. <laughs> I it, this thing was a brick, but it wasn't that big of a brick. Yeah, because they were, what, AAA batteries, weren't they, or AA? AA. Mm. Oh, I remember this thing. And here is the most heartbreaking fact as a kid, and this is where it's like, this is why I can't have nice things as a kid. My parents, uh, they played in a slow-pitch, fun league type thing or whatever back when we lived in Calgary. Mm -hmm. And when we were done, blah, 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 I left it on a bench oh, no. and forgot it. And we went back to go look for it, and it was gone. I oh, was heartbroken. I'm so sorry. But I remember playing like Tetris and the Super Mario World or Mario Adventure or whatever it was yeah, on there. Donkey Kong. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like There was a lot of fun games on there that I played. Mm -hmm. But then when I actually got serious, and I still have it to this freaking day because of that painful memory, I still have my Game Boy Color, and I'm hoping I still have Pokemon Blue version uh, with it. The original, like, 150 Pokemon and everything. Like, mm -hmm. anyways, the whole that, yeah. I would definitely... I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, I think mine just eventually... Because I can't remember. I think mine was blue and my brother's was... No, mine was green, I think, and my brother's was blue. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, we uh, definitely enjoyed the shit out of them. And so I would give a Game Boy a 10 out of 10. Oh, absolutely. The Game Boy system has been so iconic over the years. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, to give it anything less than a 10 out of 10 would be kind of... Because uh, it was groundbreaking in so many ways. And yeah. it changed how people played video games. You don't sit in front of the, sit on the couch in front of the TV for hours on end. You could literally be on a road trip, like, going yeah. somewhere or, you know, yada yada. It didn't matter where you were. You could play video games. And honestly, I think that's part of the reason why I like the Switch so much. Mm -hmm. Is because it almost harkens back to that Game Boy era where you can, like, bring it with you and play it. You know, you don't have to have it all, like, hooked up and everything. So, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. The shape of it, though, reminds me more of the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to... A skip it. Or as I like to call it, the ankle herder. <laughs> yes. Because if you, uh, yeah, it's like, I, I don't know how people stopped it kind of thing. And it's not like it had a lot of weight behind it, like a morning star or something. But no. this wheel on the end of a stick that was on a hoop on your ankle, best way I can describe it, is yes. that it's like if you had to stop it, you had to use one of your feet or an inanimate object to stop it the spin of it because some people would get going pretty fast yeah there i didn't own one personally but my best childhood friend had one and uh man i wasn't very good at it again hand-eye coordination but she was very good at it actually um and man sometimes like i would just stand there in awe at her <laughs> just go and it would count to hers counted I don't know if this one looks a little... Uh, this is like a very... Primitive, if you will. Yeah, prototype-ish. <laughs> first 
series launch of these kind of things. Yeah, and stuff, but hers would count, how like, the revolutions or whatever. Yeah. Holy cow. I mean, I feel like, and I would have to talk to her to confirm this, but I feel like she would go for so long that it would actually, because I think it counted up to 99, maybe? It would, like, you'd have to, she'd have to stop and reset it. Oh. And then we'd pretend like she didn't stop and just keep going because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if it went up to 99 or if it went up to uh, 999, but I know that they had a counter on them. Yeah. And actually, there's one thing on here that I'm just reading that's really funny, and I'm going to quote this from the site. Okay. Quote, there's no question about how fun it was, but I do wonder if it should be renamed The Trip It. Because, like, it's, yeah, it's the whole, Unquote. like... Or unquote, yeah, because yeah. there's probably been a lot of times people have uh, That's done some face planting with that thing or something. Or... That was me. <laughs> that was me. I'm not even afraid to admit it. It was me. But uh, it was a lot of fun. I had more fun watching my friend play with it than actually playing with it Yeah. myself. So I would definitely, I don't know, I'd give it like a 6 out of 10. Uh, yeah, 6 out of 10 as well, because, like, it's, it was a fun toy. It definitely kept kids, like, active, and that was yeah. one of the things where it's, like, I think in most toys in regards to that is, like, if it doesn't have kids' imagination going rampant, it's got to keep them physically active and entertained. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, there's a certain level between, like, okay, you can only do something so many times before a kid gets bored, even if it is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. whereas that toy there, it's like, sure, you're just spinning around your foot and everything, but, like, you know, you had such fond memories of it. Mm -hmm. So, clearly, the, it wasn't just, like, some, oh, you're just watching a thing go around and around and around. Mm -hmm. It's, there's a lot of physical activity involved and yada yada. Yeah. It's good fun. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that sounds like a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next up, Etch-A-Sketch. Okay. Now, I never owned one of these things in particular as a kid. But I do know some people that own them and, you know, writing messages always seemed to be like the longest thing. Like the more convoluted the message you wanted, the more thought you had to put into how you're going to spell it and yada yada. Okay. So here's my thing. Yeah. We had an Etch-A-Sketch. Yeah. And I did like playing with the Etch-A-Sketch, but I'd be pissed off because I'd want to write like a note yeah. on it. But you'd have this weird ass line. Up to, you know what I mean? Because you had to, like, take it, it up. It would never and, stop the line. Yeah, and I was like, why can't it just stop the line and start it where I want it to start? And so then I'd get mad, and it took me... <laughs> I was like an... We'll call me a little bit of an idiot child, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that I could get it set to where I wanted it, and then just shake the fucking thing. So I'd get so annoyed with it and walk away, right? And then, like, my brother or someone would come over and be like, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, I wanted to write a message, but... It's being dumb, right? And then my brother would just shake it and be like, here, I fixed it. And I'd be like, oh, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, like, as a kid, when you don't realize how certain things work, that mm -hmm. all the things that are going on with it, so. No, definitely. But you know what? Hours of entertainment, you could draw, you could write, you could do a bunch of stuff with it. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. I would definitely give it an 8 out of 10. Only reason why is like the whole, I had one where it was actually, you don't use the little dial things. You actually took a pen to it and there was a little scriber thing. That I was, had that too. Yeah. So it was like when you got one of those, you were like, and that, that your sketch was so slow and tedious to kind of get the whole 
drawings done that it was like, ah, and then I you can... just slid the thing mm-hmm. on the bottom, right, to erase it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as far as that goes, like Etch a Sketch was a lot of fun, very iconic, but it was just it was one of those things where it was, like, it was very tedious. You had to have a good level of concentration, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that uh, covers up like a lot of the. Th- oh, do you want to do that one too? Because I don't know about this one. Okay, we don't have to. I just love a Teddy Rumpskin. I don't know what Teddy Rumpskin is. Like, don't you put cassettes in him? And he... Yeah. Okay. So that's all I really know about him and... Or it and... Teddy Rumpskin was awesome. You just... You got to put, like, little tapes in him and then it was like he was telling you stories. <laughs> and it was so awesome. I loved my Teddy Rumpskin. Nice. Didn't it also come with books with those cassettes? Yeah, I believe so. And actually, I think there was a Teddy Rumpskin show as well. Um, Yeah. So I would definitely give... I loved my Teddy Rumpskin. I'm going to give my Teddy Rumpskin a... 9.5 out of 10. That's how much I loved him. I mean... I never had one, never seen one in use. All I just knew was that you put a cassette in and then his lips moved and yada yada. So it's like, was it like if you put in not one of his like storytelling ones, could you put in like something like say Motley Crue or, you know, I don't remember. Probably though. I mean, cause his lips just like moved, but it's not like it fit the words. Like if he, his, this would be him. Right. Oh, okay. Kind of so thing. it wasn't like programmed or set to sit, like make like like move at certain paces like only when there was sound he would move his lips. Maybe I don't I don't remember honestly. Like I know I just went off about how much I loved my Teddy Rumpskin, but I don't actually remember that part because I don't know that I actually tried that. And see, that's where it's like this is where as me as a kid I'd be like, huh? Well, my parents have this cassette tape and everything. Just load them in and see what it's like to you know like. Just the whole, mm-hmm. yeah, let's see what can like, what you can change and how much it changes the whole mm-hmm. dynamic of the toy. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, I think that's... Uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, I'd give this one just, at, again, 0 out of 10 because I never played with it, never had a chance to experience it. I mean, I barely knew of it kind of thing. Yeah. Until way, way later. <laughs> so that's the only reason why I'm giving it a zero is because no reference to be like, hey, it's a really great toy, a really bad toy. I'm just going with I have a zero opinion because I can't say anything positive, can't say anything negative. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think that does it. How would you give this episode then? One out of ten. Eh, like a five. Really? I'm no, thinking... just kidding. <laughs> Come on. I'm thinking seven at least. Come on. Yeah, a seven. A I hope. Of... Hope it's enjoyable. I hope people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I hope it brings back a lot of nostalgic memories of like certain toys that shaped a lot of people's lives and yada yada. And also, that wasn't a fart. That was one of us moving in our chairs. We promise. That was me moving in my chair. I just had to readjust one of my pant legs here for a hot second. I'm not gassy like that. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Most days. <laughs> You'd know I'd be running for the hills, guys. Um, All right. Well, that does it for this episode. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. And just remember, no matter what your thing is or what you play with, at the end of the day, we're all just a little nerdy.